Shalom to everyone. In this week's parsha, Parshas Toldois, we know that Yitzchak and Rivka were davening Takadish Bochu for a child. And in Perikafe Pasukaf Base, it says that after there was Zeichet to have uh, to have children, they ha- that Rivka was pregnant with with twins. And the lashon of the pasuk is it says Vaisroitzu Habanim Bekirba which means that the children the, the two the two babies were 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 jumping up and down or struggling one with another inside the womb if you look closely at uh, rashi's in, in his second interpretation he explains that they were fighting over who would inherit olamazeh and olamaba khavmoshe feinstein explains that both brothers felt they had the ultimate right to both worlds. And accordingly, he asks a very strong question. With regards to Yaakov, despite his spiritual leaning, it's totally understandable why he believed he could succeed in Lamazeh as well as Lamaba. As we already discussed several times before, the Torah approach is that there is no contradiction for a spiritual person to also prosper in Olamazeh, quite the contrary. We said that there's a great idea that we try to elevate the Gashmias of this world and make it spiritual, but we're still enjoying Olamazeh as opposed to other religions. However, it is very difficult to understand how the totally materialistic Esav could possibly believe that he had a connection to the purely spiritual Olamazeh. In order to answer this question, Rafainstein first asks another question. Yitzchak Avinu wanted to give the blessing to Esav rather than Yaakov. How can that be? We know that at the end of the day Yaakov got the bracha, of course, because he, as per Rivka, his, mother, his mother's request, he, he pretended to be Esav. However, what was Yitzchak thinking? Surely he realized that Yaakov was in a higher spiritual level than Esav. So why, why did he want to give the so important brachas to to Esav and not to Yaakov? He answers, if you look carefully at the brachas, you'll see that they're all physically related brachas. And he was thinking the following. He believed that Esav's role was to physically provide for Yaakov, so that Yaakov could focus on his spiritual pursuits. This indeed was the nature of the highly successful relationship between Yaakov's sons, as we know, Yisachar and Zvulun. That is where the famous Yisachar-Zvulun arrangement came from. Zvulun would provide for Yisachar's physical needs so that Yisachar could focus on his spiritual growth. And by that, they would share in the Sachar of the learning and the, spir- the spirituality that was achieved through that. Therefore, Yitzchak believed that Esav was the most fitting to receive these blessings. And as I, as we said earlier, the nature of the blessings that Yitzchak intended for Esav are completely focused on material abundance, not spiritual blessing, as opposed to another bracha that he gave Yaakov Avinu later on, <coughs> before he left. L'choira, Yitzchak's mistake was that he believed that Esav could become a righteous person through elevating the physical world in order to provide for Yaakov. However, in truth, what happened was that Esav had become so engrossed in the material world, in his Gashmias, 
that he held no connection to spirituality. Rather, he was immersed in all kinds of, as we know, immoral behavior. So, this explains Yitzchak's reasoning by giving those, by wanting to give those brachas to Esav, not to Yaakov. However, what was Esav thinking that he has a connection to Olam Haba, which is totally spiritual, and he acted totally in Olam Hazeh? Feinstein offers a remarkable answer over here. He says that Esav understood Yitzchak's desire that Esav would provide for Yaakov, and he was willing to do so. However, the mistake Esav made was that he believed that if he would fulfill the aspect of this role, then he would be so-called exempt from following the from following all the other halachas and le- and, le- and living a moral life. He reasoned to himself that in exchange for providing for Yaakov, that's his job in this world, and that's it. As a result of that, he could bischus uh, that. Because he does that, he, he could involve himself in all, all the forbidden pleasures of Olam Hazeh. And Hashem would forgive him. Because he was fulfilling Hashem's request by enabling Yaakov to live a spiritual life. This is how his Yetzirah reasoned that he would merit to inherit Olam Abba in addition to Olam Hazeh. The obvious mistake that Esav was making, says of Moshe Feinstein, is that Hashem does not accept the bribes of a person doing certain mitzvahs and in reward, quote-unquote, letting him off of keeping others. Rather, Hashem demands that a person strive in all aspects of his avodah Hashem equally. And perhaps this is one of the reasons <coughs> that the Torah, except for two mitzvahs, does not tell us I don't know if two mitzvahs, but uh, it does not tell us, in a general sense, the sachal for the mitzvahs, because we have to look at them as if it's all equal. This is exactly what caused Esav to lose his opportunity, and instead Yaakov took on both the spiritual and physical roles, and that's why he got those brachas. If you look carefully, you will see that the Beis HaLevi on the Torah speaks a lot more on this Nakuda and answers a lot of other questions. A lot of other questions are answered with this Yesoi, this idea. I am Cham, for those who are interested. At the end of the day, though, what can we take home with us from this idea? A person should know, and there's many stories about this, but a person should know that even if he has a natural inclination to be good in a certain mitzvah or he works on himself a lot in a certain midah or mitzvah whether it is to give charity whether it is to have chesed or even if it is to learn Torah one should never think that because I'm doing that I don't have to worry I'm not saying anyone's on the level of Esav but, I'm, but we're saying that everyone has this Yetzirah, that because I'm doing so well here, I can be a bit more lenient over here. It will compensate one for another. But that's not true. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't want us to work that way. We have a set of rules, halacha guidelines, that we want to work within, and, and via that we get closer to HaKadosh Baruch And the whole idea of this world is to, as we said, uplift Oilam the Gashmits, and, and work on... Uh, on elevating ourselves to, to and elevating the physical to spiritual, but we should continue to remember that as as no matter 
where we excel in, we should not let that have a negative effect on any other halacha guideline. That we will be zoiche to lalot Michael and Chayl and continue to pursue more and more mitzvahs and good